<coughs> excuse me. Um, so just um, a couple of notices. Um, just draw your attention to our lovely newsletter. It's got photos again, another set of wedding photos. So uh, some really nice photos of Francesca and uh, her new husband on the back there. So do, do have a look at those. Um, she looked absolutely gorgeous. So it's amazing to see that's Francesca. I can't believe I'm that old now that I can go, I remember Francesca when she was. So yeah, so um, do look at those. And also, um, there's so much on the newsletter. I'm loving the newsletter. Um, it's, it's got some really lovely things on it. Um, I really enjoyed the uh, bit congratulating John and Veronica on 60 years of marriage um, last Thursday as well. So keep feeding things in for that newsletter because it's so nice to celebrate with one another um, and to hear about what's going on. Um, in our fellowship, so that we're not just meeting on Sunday, but also to see other things too. Um, another thing that's in the newsletter, um, so Ian and Diane moved earlier in the week up to Gunton Baptist Church, and so um, we have sent, we, the church have sent flowers uh, for Diane to their new home. Uh, I know Val and Ed are going up next Saturday um, for the induction up there as well. And Bros and Brian, and Dave and I. I was going to say, I don't know who else is going. But yes, yeah, so if you want to send greetings or anything to them, then maybe grab one of those six um, and send that. So, um, and we, we hopefully will hear how that went from you all when you come back. So do send our um, regards from our church here. Um, so uh, we are continuing in our September month of prayer. Um, I don't know if people have been and used the prayer stations yet, but I would still encourage you to come and do that um, it would be really great if people felt able to do that. And again, the details of keys and the like are in the newsletter. Um, this week, we're particularly uh, focusing on praying for our community and our village and um, the various groups um, and outreach um, that we do in our local community, uh, maybe that we either run or just support and help in. Um, so if we can focus prayers in that area. Uh, we do a lot of things, and um, they all have various prayer needs. Um, I want to move to a time of open prayer for those um, groups in a moment, but I just wondered if anyone who's involved in running a group would like to just tell us anything about their group at the moment, maybe anything to be thankful for, a little bit about it, um, or anything that we could pray for for the group. So I'm going to... I've got the microphone here. I'm going to pass this to Denise. I've got a funny feeling this may be about toddlers. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I've just taken over uh, leading toddlers, um, and we are very short of help. We um, are very grateful to Ros for doing teas and coffee, um, but Ros is not doing it every week, and uh, so we have blanks for teas and coffees. Um, also, just to be, we need a couple of other people just to walk around and communicate, to talk to the mums that are there um, and to try and encourage them. They may already go to a church. I don't know. I've still got to get to know them myself. But if they don't, it would be lovely if we could encourage them to come and join us here. Um, but basically, I'm really wanting someone, and Liz has already given me one day. You only have to do one day a month 
just to make the tea and coffee and make the orange juice or whatever it is. I don't even know what the children drink. <laughs> uh, but um, I will... Probably, yes. <laughs> so if you can, I've got the rotor with me, please come and say, I can do one um, Thursday a month um, to do the, the, the teas and the coffees or just to mix and to be, to, to be there just to sort of help from time to time. Thank you. Thank you, Denise. I'm going to pass to Becky. I'm guessing this is about youth. It is about youth. Um, we've started up back up with our groups again. As you can see, we've got a couple out the back for the younger ones this, this morning, which is fantastic. We started our two Friday groups up uh, on, on Friday just gone. Um, I'd, I'd almost say there was too many to count. I think we had about 12 for the first one, and then there was a little less than that for the second one, maybe about eight or so. There was, there was plenty. To keep, they kept us busy anyway. Um, major prayer for those ones is um, that they... I mean, they're all gutted that Ben and Grace aren't around anymore, so we just pray that they will continue to want to come. They had a whale of a time on Friday, so I'm hoping that they will. Um, um, particular prayer for um, one of the mums of some of the girls that come on a Friday. She's been in and, out, in and out of hospital for the last couple of weeks, so they haven't had a very nice summer holidays. Um, so pray for their mum. Um, but uh, the main focus of prayer for our older ones is that we're going to be looking at apologetics. And uh, on Friday, we got them to stand in here. Uh, we put a, a line down the, the floor and we asked them to say where they were in their faith. It was a big gutsy thing for them to do. Um, and we had some, if they stood at this end by the cross, they were like, I believe in God. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of happy in my faith, this is where I am. If they were more towards the, the sliding doors, they were like, I'm, in, I'm at the other end, but sort of interested. And then we had all of them in between. You wouldn't believe how pleased I was to see that quite a few of them were down this end of the room, which was really fantastic. And there weren't any at the very end. They were all more middle or this end. Um, the one that surprised me most possibly was Jacob because he was right up this end as well. Um, he's told me he's thinking about baptism. And so our major prayer is for all of them, but for Jacob in particular, because last year I did the crazy decision of helping him come to our Friday group. He loves coming, but he lives half an hour away. And so I would take him from school, because we're at the same school, bring him here, do two youth groups with him, uh, tidy up until about 9.30. Then I would take him home, so that was 10 o'clock, and then I would come all the way back and then drive further down the A3 to go home. So it was over an hour's trip. Totally worth it for that little boy. I didn't do it every week, but I did do it most weeks. Um, this, this year, Joe has banned me <laughs> because obviously we haven't got Ben and Grace and I can't leave the church and estate to take him home. So um, this week, Joe came and picked him up and she took him home with her. But Joe hates driving in the dark. And to be honest, I don't want you driving in the dark either. So if anyone has got any ideas, if anyone can suggest anything, 
minimum pray about it because we need an answer to that sticky issue because he lives back towards Leatherhead and it's a bit of a nightmare but he's he loves it here he's so excited about spring harvest I don't know how we're going to do that but they all want to go um so lots of prayer because they're all in it they don't realize what the rest of the church is doing they don't realize that without Ben things are difficult they're just going to carry on rolling on as always and we want to provide every opportunity for them to know God better thank you Becky I hope that's an encouragement to everybody because we don't always see the kids in the church on a Sunday morning and um and actually, there are children here on Friday nights, and um, I know Becky and Lorraine and lots of others work really, really, really hard um, with those kids. And they're doing, I know the older ones are doing Dot Church, which Ben and Grace started, which is discussion over toast. And um, I know that um, my own daughter absolutely loves it and is begging to come to church to come to Dot. So, I mean, that's, you can't ask for more than that either, can you? So I know we as a family are very grateful for this, but that's, it's good to hear. I think we're going to the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> that's not me personally. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I was just thinking, I'm hoping we're going to hear some exciting things from Friendship Club side. Right. Um, well, firstly, we just continue to be absolutely um, thankful to God for the privilege of serving the community at Friendship Club, um, you know, in our efforts to show our love to them, the love of Jesus through us to those elderly, mostly elderly people. Um, have a great committed, dedicated team of people. Um, but we're now down to only, I think it's six um, actual regular helpers in the kitchen, and three of those are in their 80s. Um, so it's getting difficult. Obviously, we've lost Ian and Dan, we've lost Rosemary and David. Um, Brian, obviously, as you, most of you know, hasn't been well enough to come in to drive or help. Um, Thanks to Colin, who's taken on the bulk of uh, driving, getting people in. Uh, last week, Anne Kelland helped out down there. Um, this coming week, Robin West is, is hoping to help, but he never knows from day to day how Chris is going to be. So we, and very often, I mean, June and Ros and I are here until five o'clock at night, still putting out rubbish, etc. So it is, you know, we love doing it. Numbers are down, um, sadly, we lost this week, um, oh, I'm going to get a bit tearful, Pat Elson. Pat Elson never came to the church, but I think he came through bowling, did he, Brian? I think he came into the church through, no, he didn't come through um, Anyway, he's been coming for, must be about 25 years. Um, and he was brilliant because he did everything. He used to put the tables out, he used to do most of the driving, he used to... Um, you know, lay the tables, he would come in the kitchen, he would do anything for us. Um, and I think it was a couple of years ago when he hit 90 that he decided that perhaps he ought to stop doing that. And then a very rapid decline. So we're really, really sad that Pat passed away on Tuesday. Um, I have details of the funeral if anybody wants that. So again, it's, um, and again, numbers down because people like Enid Grady aren't well enough to come out anymore. Pam Buett's had to go into a home in Guildford. Um, and we've got several people who are very often are just too ill to come out. Uh, but we still keep in contact with them. You know, we ring them, we send them cards. Um, you know, there is not, as I've said to other people, it's not just cooking a meal for Friendship Club. There's an awful lot of pastoral work that goes on within Friendship Club. 
We did manage to get Pat Herzig last Tuesday. We'll wait to see whether or not she can come because she's not able to come today. Well enough today and see what she's like on Tuesday. So, yeah, we love doing it. They love coming. Um, I think there's about 30... I think there's about 30 on the register now, but I was looking at an old register trying to find out when Pat Elson first came. And, you know, back in 1991, there were 70 members of Friendship Club. <laughs> 70. And now we're down to 30, 31. A lot of that is because we lost Dorcott that used to provide people, and people from Willowmead, etc., used to go into Dorcott. Um, and Dower House hasn't got the same function anymore. You know, they're... They're not so many elderly people. It's for So we've only got two coming from Dower House now. We do still get people from the day centre because it goes from word of mouth. I think we've only now got two from Highcroft. If you know of anybody who would benefit, then please encourage them to come along. Even more so, if you could actually help bring them in, that would be ideal. So that's where we are. So grateful to God for it for continuing. How much longer it will continue because of the... You know, none of us are fit people, I have to say, are we? None of us helpers are actually fully fit. And, um, but we do it because we love God. Thank you, Val. And it is the other end of the spectrum, but another amazingly valuable work. And, um, you know, we're grateful for all that do that. Liz. Hi, just a word of encouragement about uh, the monthly prayer meeting, which was beginning of this month, obviously. Uh, most we've ever had wonderful time of prayer really uplifting uh prayer is fundamental foundational so we're gonna stick with it and encourage more to come and, and pray one hour on a saturday first saturday of each month absolutely brilliant thank, thank you, you. <coughs> david If I can echo what's just been said, it really is an inspirational and wonderful start to the month. So if you can join us on first Saturday morning of each month at 10 o'clock, it's, uh, it's a terrific hour together. I just want to uh, briefly talk about Mechanics for Africa. Um, Harry and Sarah and uh, their children arrived back, what, about 10 days ago now. Um, they're... Uh, well into the uh, final term of the year and students came back on Monday, uh, not last week, the, the, no, it was Monday last week. And uh, very often it takes a few days for all the students to turn up, but uh, almost everyone, maybe there were one or two missing, but uh, uh, there were certainly over 80 who returned for the final term of uh, the year. Um, big term for them, whether they're first-year students or second-year students, because uh, they have their examinations in December. So uh, this is a, a, a critical term for them. Um, all the students during the summer were on attachments and placements in various businesses around Ndola, and we've been really getting exceptionally positive reports back from the businesses. A number of them have tried to employ our students and want them to join before they finish their course with us. So that, that really is a, a, a tribute to the terrific work that Harry and Sarah and the team are doing there. Do please pray for Harry and Sarah. Um, 
their visit back to the UK, it was around about six weeks long, uh, their first visit in over two years. And uh, I think particularly difficult for Sarah because uh, her father is not in terribly good health. Uh, and of course, living within an expatriate community can get fairly pressurized at times. So uh, please, prayers for them. One great encouragement uh, for the period they were away, uh, as you know, over half the cost of running the college now is covered by surpluses from the commercial workshop we have set up on the campus. August has traditionally been a rather dead month. Well, this August, we had the best month ever. Indeed, it was better than July, and that was terrific. And you'll recall that this time last year, there was the totally unexpected but so needed gift that we received that put us back on track last year because we were over £25,000 down at this period last year. Uh, well, this year, we haven't had the same financial problem, so we thank the Lord for that as well. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, David. Okay, I'd like us to move into a time of open prayer now when we can just pray um, about some of the things we've heard or, um, again, if there's something that we haven't yet talked about, then feel free to pray about that too. So let's bow our heads in prayer together.
Amen. I'd like to invite Susie to come up now. Good morning. Um, if anyone's not quite sure who I am, I'm Susie Mooney, and I'm, I'm one of the members on the CLT. And I, I have to say, I've got one of the most fabulous jobs on the CLT because I'm responsible for GMT. So, despite what some of the other members of the CLT think, um, it is the gifts and talents. So, um, you know, over this past week in our week of We've been looking at um, focusing on our church and our fellowship, our place in the church and, and how we use our gifts and talents to serve. And it's just been fabulous to hear now how so many people in the church are using their gifts and talents. And, and really, you know, it's great to encourage one another to think how we can support people in that and how we can maybe contribute to that as well. So uh, we know that, you know, we are all called to use our gifts and talents in the church. And 1 Peter 4 says, each one should use whichever gift he has received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. And so this week in our month of prayer, we are moving forward, as Andy has said, to look at the community. And so it's really apt, I think, that where we're between those two weeks of looking at our church and our, our place in the church and looking at the community, that we just pause for a moment to think about and reflect on our own gifts and talents and how we can offer ourselves in service of God, of our community, and of the church. So we, um, we know gifts and talents and, and are spoken of throughout the Bible, and uh, 1 Corinthians 12 speaks of the spiritual gifts, and I'll just read to you verses 4 to 6. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works in works all of them in all men. And as um, Val's just said, she does it because she loves serving God. And I think that's, that's our focus for, for our, using our gifts and talents, is our love of God and, and to be able to serve him and share him in our church and community. That, that passage shortly on goes on to speak about um, that very famous passage about the, uh, the image of the church being a body and us all having different functions within the body. And that we're all interdependent. Um, I, I, I had problems with my back not long ago. And I went to Lux Yard to try and get sorted out. And the masseuse said to me, it's not your back that's the problem. It's your legs and your feet. <laughs> okay, so fit, got that bit sorted. And then a few months later, I went back. Problem with my shoulders. But it's not your shoulders that's the problem. It's your hips that are the problem. <laughs> okay. So to me, that kind of says, if we're a body of Christ, we all need to be working in a healthy interdependent ways so that not only can we share our own gifts and talents but we are enabling other people to share their gifts and talents as well so how are we going to put it into practice uh, as we know knowledge has no value unless you put it into practice so we all know that we know what the bible says we don't just need to know about our gifts and talents and what god says about them but we need to use them to bring the glory of god so I've got some slips here. And Jonathan, in front of you, there's some pens and pencils. Would you mind just going around, just distributing those? Um, I've got some slips here. And there's some here. We've heard about some needs in the church already. We've heard, you know, people's gifts and talents are wide and varied. We may have spiritual gifts of prayer and healing and so on, but we may have practical gifts. You know, the Bible's really clear that the gift of administration is a gift. The gift of hospitality is a gift. 
You know, and it may be that you are great, you know, you can drive and you may be able to have support the work of the friendship group or the youth group. It may be that you've got other gifts and, and, and practical abilities that you can bring to share the church. So I've got two slips. So the white ones are, you're going to put your name on and you're going to put down perhaps what you think your gifts and talents are and how you'd like to serve within the church or within the community. And it may be something you already do. It may be something that you've did previously and perhaps quite fancy doing again or maybe something completely different we heard um, Christine shared with us a couple of weeks ago how she was thinking about the month of prayer and that she stepped out of her comfort zone to set up these wonderful prayer stations now she was familiar with doing children's work but she felt called to serve in a different way so maybe Andy would you mind distributing these around but then I realise we're British and we can be sometimes quite reserved about saying what I'm really good at or what I'd quite like to do. So I've got some green slips as well, which will come round. And these are thank yous. Because sometimes in the church we can recognise gifts and talents in other people. And if you've been touched by how someone has used their gifts and talents and would like to thank them... Please, would you put that here? And I've put a, if you put a to and a from as well, so I know who's, who, who you're talking about. Don't put anything too confidential or too personal, because what I would like to do is collect in all these slips at the end so that we as a church can have an overview of where people's gifts and talents lie. And then, obviously, I can distribute these thank yous to people next week or the week after. So um, I'll bring these ones around as well. Just have a little think, and if there's ones that you want to take away and think about and bring back next week, that's fine. Or if you think of something in the week and you want to drop me an email or give me a ring, again, that's, that's absolutely fine. So well, we'll just come around with these.
Okay, so we'll just um, feel free to, to complete these now or later and we'll collect them up at the end. Um, and yeah, I'd encourage you really to think about this as well as we go into the next week of prayer as we're thinking about the community and how we as a church can serve. Um, and I just feel very uplifted by what people have already shared and um, thank you all for, for your thoughts. No, you can put as many as you like. There's some more slips here as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, th I think the more slips, particularly the thank yous, fill in as many as you want. <laughs> Okay, as you're doing that, we're going to run into the J. John uh, DVD now. Um, Lorraine, if you're ready, whilst you're not scribbling, that would be great. Thank you. <laughs>